Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Molly? Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You never know if you don't go. Go! You never shine <laughs> if you don't glow. Glow! Hey now, hey now you're, you're an all-star. All get, get your game, game on. Go, go play. Hey now, you're, you're a rockstar. Get your show on. Get, get paid. All that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars break the mold. This isn't my fault. <laughs> what I will say is that this is not my fault. It was me, the annoying one on the show. I'm the one who made them do it. Hi, I'm Holden, by the way. I'm the annoying one. Molly's the brain. Molly. I'm Molly, and I uh, have never actually sat down to look at the words to All-Star. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You never witnessed the word smithery of All-Star by the <laughs> Smash Mouth? I'm Jackie Zabrowski. Welcome to page seven. I um, All I could think about was the John Prine song, In Spite of Ourselves, which has been in my head on repeat, and I asked, I, I asked my co-host, I said, can you save me from sad destruction today. And our bad response was, let's do shitty all-star. By the way, I am consumed with the song Wizard of the Bruisers doing Shrek this week. And uh, there is actually no fucking joke, a full oral history of the making of the song All-Star that Rolling Stone put out. It is hilarious. It is totally self-serious. As a person who loves oral histories of things, this is like my gold mine. So I pulled a lot of that for <laughs> the episode coming up soon. And I, I wouldn't even dare ask you to get into any of the details because I know that we should wait for the Wizard and the Bruiser yes. episode to come out about it. Um, I do just I wanted to bring this up because Holden very with so much fear asked me if it was okay if Wizard and the Bruiser would do Shrek because he thought it was like my favorite movie. You made me watch it. You made me watch it and I forgot what, what the terms of that were. And then you reminded me that you had actually never seen it before. You just always made fun of it and hated on it. 
And so that was just the joke of that was us, you actually watching it for the first time. What year was that? This year, like last year. <laughs> last year? <laughs> you saw Shrek for the first time last year? Yes, I didn't know. I didn't. I had never seen Shrek before. But I, I also, my problem is I confuse Austin Powers and Shrek a lot. It's right. fair. Get right. in my Very belly. That, yeah. is. <laughs> my, that is the same character. I think, just right? In a different yeah, movie. I was going to say, I don't I don't want to step on Wizard of the Bruiser's toes, but I've always had an informal uh, oral history in my own head that <laughs> Shrek is just a character born out of uh, Fat Bastard and, and, you know, Mike Myers' ability to do like two to three accents. Which was born out of what movie? So I Married an Axe Murderer, a uh, very underrated, yes. fantastic film. We should definitely that do is an underrated a film. pop history on that movie. <laughs> Anytime. I, I am love so into it. Yes, I love that movie. Because <laughs> that was the thing. It's not because I dislike Mike Myers. I really enjoy Mike Myers. I think Mike Myers is very funny. I think that he definitely has about five notes, but I think he fucking destroys those five notes. I mean... Austin Powers, I laughed very hard in that movie. And then I went home and I masturbated to Elizabeth Hurley and then Heather Graham in the film after that, especially. Oh, uh, yeah. And then Beyonce, which I'd never really seen any of the Austin Powers. Right. But I've definitely seen lots of clips of that's the Goldfinger one, right? With Beyonce yes, in it. Yes, the third one with, with, I believe, with Fat Bastard as well, unless he made his entrance in part two the man other, he was other white meat that's baby he made his interest in part two because i know i've seen gold member but like i have zero recollection of it like i don't even think i understood that that was beyonce at the time obviously she right. was not yet that beyonce the exactly beyonce. but she was still beyonce and right. i like I, I have a feverish memory of seeing gold member but like but i know i saw Whatever the fucking name of number two is, um, like <laughs> the a lot. Spy who shagged, who shagged me. me. I don't even know the names, so I've never seen that. them. I can't believe. What you was the name of the first movies. one? Just the first was the first one. Just Austin Powers. Uh, yeah, I think Austin Powers, Man of Mystery, or something like that. Uh, International uh-huh. Man of Mystery. Yeah, it had a dumb, like, forgettable subtitle. Whoa. But uh, yeah, the Austin Powers movies. I saw all of them in the theater and like loved them. Like, what I was all about that Austin Powers life. Uh, I, I also I just really like the throwaway guy. Doctor Evil is amazing. That's essentially Mike Myers is Lord Michaels, and it's so funny. His monologue about his childhood is one of the funniest monologues ever, dude. And it's it's rewatching these old classics. I said this little bit in our in our show notes today is that we I recently rewatched Young Frankenstein because I know that I've been talking about on these episodes of watching things that are worse than the pandemic, but it hit week three or four and I was like I need a break so instead we've been watching fun classic movies like comedy movies for us I would be totally down to watch Austin Powers because I think that that is a great thing to include in the uh in the list of movies that we need to be watching right now because I will say in re-watching The Birdcage which the Birdcage is a movie in my family. It is a it is our family movie. My mom, like we all quote it constantly. It is still forever one of those movies in my family. And there there is a monologue. This is what made me think of it. That Gene Hackman does, that is so understated, and it's mm. about just watching the road and the road. Guy. Like I can't even possibly do it justice. Please look it up because I laughed so hard at how long this monologue was. And as a kid, I was like, oh, this part, it's just like, 
you're just waiting for Gene Hackman to stop so that Hank Azaria can be funny again. And um, it, please rewatch The Birdcage. It just came, it's now again, it's either on Amazon or on Netflix. It's on one of those ones that most people have. It, it, uh, so I'm trying to, I'm tr- we're trying to up the funny in the household because I'm starting to, of course, unravel a bit. But also Young <laughs> Frankenstein holds the fuck up it's so it's a cla- absolute classic absolute classic jackie by the way really quick here's a little bit of that dr evil monologue fairy he's in group therapy and they ask him like about his childhood or whatever page seven week four quarantine reading dr evil monologues <laughs> yes. off the internet very well where should i begin my father was a relentlessly self-improving boulangery owner from belgium with low-grade narcolepsy and a penchant for buggery My mother was a 15-year-old French prostitute named Chloe with webbed feet. My father would womanize, he would drink, he would make outrageous claims, like he invented the question mark. Sometimes he would accuse chestnuts of being lazy, a sort of general malaise that only the genius possesses and the insane lament. My childhood was typical. Summers in Rangoon, luge lessons. In the spring, we'd make meat helmets. If I was insolent, I was placed in a burlap bag and beaten with reeds. (laughs) Pretty standard, really. At the age of 12, I received my first scribe. At the age of 15, a Zoroastrian named Vilma ritualistically shaved my testicles. There really is nothing like a shaven scrotum. At the age of 18, I went off to evil medical school. Uh, And then they cut them off. (laughs) I, you know, see, it's things like that where it's like, would you just let people just go? You know, obviously <laughs> that he was just like, well, you're just going to do what you did. Now, I, I guess I don't really know too much about Austin Powers and the writing of it, but I'm assuming that he had a lot of leeway, right? Uh, yeah, definitely he plays around with the characters and stuff. And I don't know if that was an imp- I don't. I doubt that was improvised. It's too specific. It's, it feels a little too written for that to be improvised. But there are many moments in the movie where you're like, oh, they're just fucking around right now. Like, they don't give a fuck right now. No. You know what I mean? Jackie, didn't you go, didn't you go recently, uh, by recently, I mean within the last five years, to a Austin Powers themed bar? I did. I did. I went there for my birthday and no one was in the bar. <laughs> Literally, no one was in the bar. Was this in L.A.? Yes, it was in L.A. And it was, they were playing, I remember, because I think that we heard Chumba Wumba twice while in there. (laughs) They weren't even playing, like, the Austin Powers-type music. And it had great murals in it, I will say that. But other than that, it had a, it had, like, the poles for people, and, like, the cages for go-go dancers, but no one was in them. And there was shag carpet on the walls and shag carpet furniture, but no one was sitting there. And it was one of the most disgusting cocktails I'd ever had. And I'm sorry, I don't like to give a bad review. I'm not a Yelper. (laughs) But it was. And the worst part is that months later, we went back. Because I was going to the restaurant <laughs> that was down LA the street from it. Move, yeah. Just yes, because we were there, and it's like, well, I mean, bar May you as know well. sucks. Yeah, just going back to a bar you know fucking sucks. Why not? That's so LA. It was there. <laughs> you know, I I don't know why it's still open. I think it's called like the Pussycat Lounge or something like that. It's such a thing to be a committed to. Like like if I I could understand if it was like a seventies theme bar, but to be a 
Austin Powers specifically themed bar is like really you gotta like you gotta get right in the strike zone on that you know if it's not mm. exactly right then it's a big big miss yeah yeah for sure I also I keep I keep forgetting that my whole call sign for my entire Twitch stream is she's a man baby which was <laughs> which was I do have a distinct memory of seeing the trailer on my tiny TV in my bedroom for Austin Powers and when it did that she's a man baby moment I howled my my teenage self howled <laughs> with laughter I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen a man yanking a full grown man yanking on an old lady's wig screaming she's a man <laughs> and uh, so I think that's why I now use that. Uh, dude, we've done a solid 10 minutes on Austin Powers. We went from Fuck yeah. Smash Mouth All-Star to, <laughs> to, to fucking Austin Powers. What year are we living in, ladies and gentlemen? It is called the year of trying desperately to not really think about what's going on. Sure. And I think that my riffing abilities of... of the worm time inside of my brain has been unstoppable. Mm. It has been, I've just, I don't know about you guys, but constantly it's just like ping, 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 mm -hmm. to like idea to idea to idea to idea of like down, like either being really, really sad to also then just being like, maybe it's because I'm a manic depressive, um, <laughs> to just being like, I've got all these projects I'm going to start. And um, <laughs> like my brain. So there was a very good tweet this week that was like the picture of um, Mel Gibson talking to uh, the actor who played Jesus in um, The Passion of the Christ, and he's covered in blood. Uh, uh -huh. Jesus is like covered in blood, and Mel Gibson is like, you know, looks normal and is talking to him. And the tweet is like uh, me talking to my friends with kids under six about what solo quarantine is like. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it's just like very... It's like very different. And then my other favorite tweet from the whole quarantine is a picture of uh, it's like it's like couples in quarantine. You know, this is a really intense time, but we're actually it's having a good time reconnecting, baking bread, slowing down. And then it's like single people in quarantine. And it's a picture of Ernie talking to a drawing of Bert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dude, these streets, these New York streets are going to run white with cum after these single people oh, yeah, are released. Baby. Can you imagine the bars? Scene, the moment they're able to reopen can you imagine just the sheer ble the bleachy scent that we're going to be smelling for days after the bars open let them loose baby it's going to be depraved oh my god it's going to be there's disgusting like, I feel like there's a different psychological experience for everybody depending on what your quarantine situation yeah. is you know and so I know uh, that um, for people who don't have very small children in the house uh, it, I think sometimes I am you know very tired and think this might be easier without very small children in the house but also I know that my brain would have much more time to think and that is not uh. what we need right now and so it's probably for the best that i spend like 12 hours of the waking day uh just thinking about um you know uh managing kind of safety for very small children yeah piss and shit and sort of which i'm also it. thinking about piss and shit my I, i'm just like where <laughs> which cup do i piss in do i have a platter of which i would like to put my shit upon that is what i think about constantly i'm just like like thinking of new fun ways to excite my roommates so i will say you know it's like i do have a different i think you know, it, it's fun that the three of us are in very different scenarios yeah. because I also have, I'm in right. a relationship, but I also have adult roommates. 
that we are all trapped in the house. And you mentioning roommates, I was going to bring this up earlier. My heart goes out to everyone who has a shitty roommate right now. Uh, yeah. in this, and it has to be quarantined. I could not fathom having an awful roommate that I ha- was stuck with through this. I love my roommate. You know what I mean? My roommate well, and I, roommate we get along your fucking wife. great. Yes. Yeah, my roommate's my, yeah, exactly, Jackie. Yeah, and not I for nothing, it. but also shout out to anybody who does not like their uh, significant other because now is not a not good time for them either. Not a good either. time, not a good look. And, you know, and honestly, too, the serial cheaters of the world, my heart doesn't go out to you because you're a doesn't piece of shit. Doesn't go out to you. But boy, do I love that you are forced to actually be stuck fully with your family and uh, to truly, truly take in what your whole situation is. And not see the shitty, um, I'm sure you figured it out. I'm sure you are like, I'm going out to get more groceries. Like, we have all the groceries we need. No, there's a couple more I need to get. You know what I mean? I'm sure you figured it out, jerk face. But still, I hope this is a terrible time for you. (laughs) This is nothing in comparison to a person. There's no way this person would ever in a million years listen to this episode. It is someone that I am, (laughs) quote unquote, friends with on Facebook. That I have not spoken to in maybe 15 years. And they broke up with their fiance. Their fiance broke up with them a week before the quarantine started. Oh my god! In New York, and on top of it, they had broken up with them because they were cheating on them. And so, watching their Facebook updates of being trapped in a house with also a person that has been—he can hear her. FaceTime sexting with the person that cheated on him with in the other room and they have a one bedroom apartment and I'm not saying this God is it horrible that I want access now I want to befriend this person now I want to read this it is definitely the kind of thing that it's why we watch 90 Day Fiance it's the kind of thing that I look at and of course you know the world in general is, is so horrible and very very bleak right now but looking at that I'm just like Fuck, dude. Oh, man. Oh, man. That sucks. That sucks. There was a person, and I probably should be ashamed for this, and I'm probably evil for this, but I had a girl who went to my high school who was trashy back then uh, get get into an incredibly public relationship with this guy. They would fight and make up and say the grossest lovey stuff to each other every day. Just mountains of it. Just just We're every on day. social media? On Facebook. Massive yeah, yeah, yeah. posts that are either screaming at the person or, or talking about how in love they are. I was sharing them with your brother, Jackie. I was sharing them with another friend of mine from high school. And we, at one point, seriously considered writing a, like, a full-on movie based on this whole relationship. It was the most public embarrassing thing I've ever seen. They eventually broke up and then the page got way more boring after that. But I was like friends with the guy. I would be just to read more stuff. And I became consumed by this relationship. Every day I would go online and just get the update. And they were so giving. It's a different type of reality TV. It's hard. It it is. It's weird now that now everyone can consume as much television as they can, depending on how many children under the age of six they have in their home. But I, I think a lot of other people are watching a lot of television that you get bored of what you can watch. So you go to social media and be like, who else? Like, what else is happening? And these weirdly salad over it and I feel like a creepist. I know, but you're reading every day. But you're checking every day. You, I know you Every are. day. <laughs> every single day. <laughs> Molly, are we, Molly, are we evil? Can I just ask you that? Are we evil? Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I don't think that you're you two are any more evil than uh, we're craving social interaction, and that includes <laughs> drama. We even if we aren't messy bitches who live for drama, we are all now messy bitches who live for drama. Yes. You know, because there is no drama, and it comes out of desperation. I was keeping up with that person's Facebook every day because I was miserable at my day job, and I needed that. Just that's why I watch public freakouts on Reddit. Yeah, we all have our hate reads. Come on, oh uh, yeah. N- let he who has does not have a hate follow cast the first stone. I've, you know? I've learned exactly. too, though. I have started to delete more and more of my hate follows. I've started to block mm. them. I'm getting out That's of good. it. I'm getting out of the game a little bit, I will say. But there's it's a still time a for few. self-improvement. Yeah, but those hate follows, man, they are, I don't know what that, that has its own whole specific corner of the psychology market. Then I would, I would yeah. read books about oh, that. Yeah. Why do we follow these people that we love to hate? I will say this. I now follow everybody from um, uh, Love is Blind on Instagram, and I'm <laughs> yeah, probably late yeah. to this party, but uh, it yeah. certainly changed my Instagram <laughs> experience because every time I log in, I'm like, oh, Cameron, uh, like every single time. <laughs> and of all people, fucking Lauren and Cameron really seem to be doing great, uh, and I guess I'm happy for them, but it's baffling to me. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You're referring to the general scientist? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is a scientist. <laughs> The scientist and the influencer. Speaking of consuming a lot of TV, I know we generally spend our time talking about television on our talking TV episodes, but I will say, Molly, I want to congratulate Jackie in front of you right now because Jackie has gotten a new fetish. Jackie's a furry. Why are hey. you blowing me up? I Jackie am not a furry. Jackie is a furry because of furry. us. Show that we need you to watch at least a couple of episodes of Molly. It is 20-minute episodes. It is called Stars. It is an anime about humanoid animals that like to fucking suck each other. And Jackie is losing her fucking mind. <laughs> Molly, Jack- I Jackie will is say. bouncing her grown-out eyebrows <laughs> as Holden is talking. <laughs> oh, uh, I I I I really am. It is I I have no absolutely beyond no kink shame. I also like I've just never got into the world of furries whatsoever. And this is this is beyond I I don't I don't know enough about like the the technical kink diagram of it. Right. But watching a very sexy wolf, it goes back to my hey there little red riding yeah. hood. Yeah. Because he has this need to rip apart this dwarf rabbit. <laughs> he has this need to rip it apart. But the dwarf rabbit smells is her, sexy. And he smells her and he's intoxicated with how she smells. Molly, it is it is Riverdale meets Zootopia. And it, it is, is a thousand up. percent. Molly, you're going to love it. Murder. It even starts that with a fun. murder. That's fun. You're going that to love it. Really fun. Drama and class all in is the a drama big deal. Class. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes last night where they really got into the drama class thing. Woo. It's fantastic. Woo. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not I don't. M- Holden has been trying to get me into watching his animes and reading his mangas, and I usually deflect. I deflect. But you know what? In this hour time of quarantine, why not extend what we usually would like to watch? I implore everyone, watch something outside of your comfort zone. This is the time to do it. Beastars is for me, stars. I am so upset with how fast I watched it. I'm completely into it. Molly, I really think you'll like it. And also, it's 20-minute episodes. Yeah. So, so it's not that much of a commitment. What, uh, well, how do I watch it? What Netflix, platform? Girl, Netflix, girl. Get that Netflix, Netflix. Yeah, All right. 
Yeah, because I, I got so many good suggestions from people for video games when I asked for video games. And then I tried Animal Crossing and I was like, this feels like work. And so I think wow. I just want to like I've I've always which is kind of how I've always felt about video games unless they're dance video games. But I think I just want to <laughs> maybe try to find I a new you. show before bed instead of a video game because a video game feels like work. I'm like, I don't need to manage all these people. Molly, I hear you on that. I will say I had some very explicitly weird dreams after watching Beastars. I <laughs> understand the artist that we we're talking about last week that did the Pride Lands project. I get it. I am in. And it is I you know what? You th- again, I I don't have the time to learn a new instrument right now, but I do have the time to maybe open up my mind to maybe slap a couple more fetishes in there. Yeah. I definitely live within the world anyway, so may as well Find out more about myself. Jackie, just get a bl- butt plug tail. They're probably not even that expensive right now. Just get a butt plug tail. I can't imagine they are. I, I, I do feel like I should encourage people to only order what is essential. Not that a butt thing. plug tail isn't essential. Wipe it might be. it down. Wipe that butt plug tail down the second it arrives, for and sure. And tip any delivery people very well. But, uh, you know, it's, I'll leave it to you to decide whether that is an essential uh, purchase or not. But No, I'm very against things being sent to me right now. So I'll work on it, though. I'll work my way up, Holden. Don't you worry about that. We all need things to look forward to for when this ends. So you can say, you know, when this is over, I'll have a butt plug tail. Yeah. Ooh, it isn't that exciting. (laughs) Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money, which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start Start saving saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, and we got to figure out what your fursona is. I don't, I'm not convinced the, on the BuzzFeed quiz that we took. Uh, but I would be, I'd say, what is Jackie's persona? I don't want to say something that's going to insult you. You know what I mean? I feel like you're about to insult me because Molly Holden made me take the BuzzFeed quiz and I'm a black mamba. I'm a snake. I got it too. And I'm not a snake. You're the opposite of a snake. Yeah. What do you think her persona is? She needs to find one. She needs to pick one. Uh, I just choose any animal that that's her persona. That you think her, yeah, that she would dress up as and have sex in, though. So you do have to kind of consider that a little bit. Uh huh. It's not just an animal. Furries, by the way, I should say this because I don't want to get hate mail. I don't believe furries specifically is necessarily a fetish. I think you can have a persona and not, but I don't know. I just want to avoid any. Oh, a thousand percent. No, I I know that. It it depends on uh, on how you see it. I I would just say my favorite. Dude in the in the video game scene right now is a dude called Sonic Fox who has a full on persona of a blue fox. He will dress full on as the fox and he kills everybody in Mortal Kombat. 
He is the that greatest great. fighting game player out there. He and I love it whenever he receives his like gold medals, he walks out fully in his fursona costume and he's the shit and he's literally like yeah. he'll t- he'll tweet shit out being like I'm the best fucking player of Mortal Kombat and I'm also a gay furry. Fuck off. Like it's so awesome. Like <laughs> he's yeah. very aggressive about it and I love it. I love him That to sounds death, amazing. So. Yeah, shout out to the furries out there. And everybody should watch Beastars and everybody should become a furry themselves. I kind of feel like Jackie is like a small dog because she's like so loyal <laughs> and wow. so excited. So like a, um, oh, what am I thinking of? What are the small little cute um, porgy, like a porgy? Yeah, like a little porgy, like a little any, like anything that has the word teacup in front of it, you know? <laughs> that sounds like, very similar to the word pork and I'll take it. <laughs> Corgi. Corgi, not Corgi. Oh, Corgi. Yeah, yeah. Corgi. Corgi. Oh, like a pug and a a Corgi mixed together? Oh, yeah. That's what I thought. I thought you were saying like a little, yeah, like a little, uh, like Pomeranians, you know, like those little fluffy ones who are so excited. Ooh, I'll take it. See, uh, see, Molly, I was definitely looking at you, and I think that you're Fursona, and I apologize because... Holden, I know that you definitely refer to Lexi as such often, but I think that also Molly has the same charisma and inner strength and also beauty of the female squirrel in the Sword and Stone. Yes, I. It's upsetting because it's a sad tale of woe. The squirrels in Sword and the Stone. Yes, yeah, sad tale of woe. I did. What the fuck did, are you talking about? I did. I did surfer hand. When All I right, did it. Bill and Ted. Are we on I an wish. excellent adventure right now? <laughs> Uh, but yes, you know, I, yeah. ha- having seen that, having you uh, have shown us that squirrel recently, Holden, I would take um, I would give Lexi that squirrel and I would take I don't remember the difference between the personalities of Chip and Dale, but I would take either ah, of them. The rescue okay. rangers. Ooh, mm-hmm. I would say you're definitely more of a chip. I'll give you a chip. Yeah, I think Molly's more of a bird. I think she's more of like um like a woodpecker or something like that. You know what I mean? I could see that. I could definitely see that. You're always drilling at the system. Persistent. Yeah. Yeah, very persistent. Persistent, drilling down the system. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And Holden is obviously, you know, when I look at him. Ah, yes, a badger. Oh, you think yourself as a badger? I could see that, a pest, but also um, a pest. But 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 like a jacked badger with like huge muscles and the biggest fucking stinky cock you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Why Just- are you trying to make me feel weird in my nethers? This is a very, uh, this is, these are quarantine confessions the over here. The streets will right? run with cum. They will run with cum the moment this, the bars reopen in New York City. It will be disgusting. Oh my God. I'm so proud of them already. I know. They're just going to be like, oh my, oh man, dude. Just the whole situation. Like Lower East Side, dude, you know how much fucking cocaine lines and Ugh. bad decisions that are just going to be screamed through. I would kill to make bad decisions right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the worst yeah. decisions I've been making is that I had, I, I've been eating a lot. I've right, been eating yeah. a lot, and I would say that I've been consuming copious amounts of candy every night. And I know that I said, guys, you remember what I said this a month ago? 
it's still happening. I eat candy every single day. <laughs> I was thinking I about mean, you. I was like, I wonder if Jackie's still eating candy. Every day, I've been eating candy every single day. The problem is that bad decisions right now are boring. Bad decisions are, I, know, I didn't boring. wear gloves. That's the bad decision right now. No, it's like those are very lame, scary bad decisions. Boring bad decision, but like those are the only ones you can really make right now. It's like, I walked outside without a mask on my fucking face. That's the bad very decision. Very scary. It's not like fucking do and trying heroin you know what i mean that's a fun bad decision you know what i'm saying I'm sure we could find some i mean <laughs> you know what's another way to really make bad decisions is the fact that i was so excited to send this part of our show notes to you both the fact that you can get girl scout cookies delivered to you i, can't I know believe again this i'm that so we cannot we shouldn't be sending having stuff sent to us and i know that it has to be essential but what if it is essential <laughs> to get the Girl Scout cookies? Because all those yeah. girls, all the girls of the Girl Scouts, all 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 the all the people that are a part of it, we have to keep the Girl Scouts alive. Right. And this is our way to contribute. You can look it up. If you look up having Girl Scout cookies, you put in your fucking zip code, and it will it will show you the different troops that you can buy cookies from. It's for the kids, Molly. And this is what we have to remember. It's for the kids. And yes, I may have very almost spent $65 on cookies yesterday. (laughs) But I didn't because I got scared because I'm scared of getting deliveries right now. But that's an anxiety issue that I'm going to try and overcome. By the way, I just got this text from... From Lexi, who says, uh, who is in the bedroom <laughs> listening to us right now, she says, "I'm like part squirrel, part Finnick fox, part Tarsier monkey." Hey. Ooh, and also Finnick foxes are so cute. Remember when I talked about them on the episode? Um, I can definitely see that about <laughs> yeah, Lex. I that definitely is very Lexi. But Holden, if she decided that she wanted to dress up like them and have sex with you, would you still have sex with her? Uh, yeah, I think so. If it I was think... something that she wanted to experiment with, if she if she got up like that bunny in the show. <laughs> See, and you're and you're throwing your shade on me. I never said I congratulated you for having a new fetish. Lugoshi, I never threw shade. I mean, Molly, please look Lugoshi's up Lugoshi. Lugoshi's the sexy wolf. Yeah, Lugoshi, look up Lugoshi is a wolf version of Jughead, except a lot nicer and not as pretentious. Yeah, Lugoshi. Yo, Lugoshi can yo yo. Yeah, give me, give me coconuts. Maybe you might need to write B stars next to that. Probably. Lugoshi, B stars. I'm looking at it. I'm excited. This person in the sweater vest and suit pants. Yeah, yeah. That's that one. Yeah, that's nice. That's like, I want to dress like that. <laughs> he's so yeah. nice. That is actually he's very so nice. And he attire. wants to protect all the herbivores, Molly. Yeah. Molly. There's a big class thing that I love about the show where there's the herbivores are like the more high class community and the carnivores are the low class. And they're, they're, there's this whole divide, which is very fascinating. You are, And you haven't even finished it yet, Holden. I can't wait yeah. to talk to you about it on Talking TV. Excited. Because it is... It's a great show, and I'm sad that I waited uh, to at least days before I started watching it. <laughs> and something that everyone <laughs> needs to jump on this television addict. That was the most insane thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you have a problem, Jackie. You have a problem. <laughs> I watch so much television. I watch. 
so much television and um you know what i love it it just goes it goes into my the orifices of my fucking brain like a little sponge yes i could be learning a new language yes i could be learning something that could really benefit the world but no i'm watching television and speaking of television you guys you guys you guys alert 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 phoebe waller bridge yes. is putting out the live, not live stream, the stream of her one-woman show, Fleabag, on oh, Amazon shit. Prime. And it comes out on Friday. And I am losing my mind. I wanted to see this one-woman show so badly. And she is, so it's, I believe that it's four or five bucks to rent it on Amazon. And they are donating, at least in the UK, they haven't released where they're donating all the money in the US, but in the UK, they are donating all of the money to the Fleabag Support Fund, which gives 2,500 uh, <laughs> uh in grants to freelancers working in the UK theater industry who are affected by the coronavirus crisis and and so every uh every place uh, all of the money donated in the u.s will be dono- donated to a different charity that the fleabag support fund is putting their pressure behind i don't know what the word was they're 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 giving a bind also the day before april reels day which is coming up and we will do an april reels stream on the 19th the day before we've got the gaga Doing a biggie big show. Y'all, if you wanted a Live Aid, if you wanted a a, a Band-Aid, if you wanted the thing of our generation that hopefully, I'm assuming, they are trying to make it into something that people will talk about forever, they are announcing One World Together at Home, which is the Mm. huge (laughs) concert show for coronavirus relief that is being helmed by Gaga, as well as the uh, World Health Organization and Global Citizen, which I've been to a couple of the Global Citizen shows in New York and I'm assuming that they've had shows other places right uh, uh yes <laughs> yeah and they're doing a huge living room concert series with a bunch of different people that have already signed on we've got Elton John got Lizzo we have Alanis Morissette Andrea Bocelli Billie Eilish and Phineas John Legend Keith Urban Stevie Wonder and Paul McCartney dude And what I think is actually very cool as well is that the hosts of the evening are going to be Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, and Stephen Colbert, who are usually not allowed to perform together because they work for different television networks. And I think it's really cool that all three of them are going to be hosting and everyone's doing it from their home. And that all the networks are totally involved. It's going to be streaming on ABC, NBC, CBS, iHeartMedia and Canada's Bell Media. So it's so cool that the networks, uh, honestly, seeing the co-hosts down to do it is one thing, but seeing the networks like fully get behind it and be totally cool about it is actually really surprising. And I do give them shout outs for being so cool about this and letting this happen. And not only just letting it happen, but streaming it themselves. Yeah, we should abolish abolish, like barriers that separate us, including networks. For sure, because we already have enough fucking barriers. I can't leave my house to get milk. Actually, I can't. I can leave it it to get milk, but I can't leave it to um, go to a bar and see just the... Come on the floor. Slip and slide. You will be, though, very soon. (laughs) Man, I can't wait. I can't wait. I had a time in my like late 20s, early 30s where I was like, you know what? 
I've gotten drunk enough at New York City bars that I don't need to do that right now. And right. boy, now am I like, I, I would absolutely kill someone to just right. be to just be feeling miserable at a bar right now. I would absolutely kill someone. But Molly, you got to stay away from those bars for at least one or two weeks after they are because you're going to walk in and be like, what is this bar called? Elmer's Glue? There is a world to come on the floor. I can't believe how much. It is just like, what is going on? Is this Wait, wait, somebody spilled the egg drop soup all over the floor? Is that what's happening right now? God damn. Man, I mean, why did you have to bring up egg drop soup? I feel like egg drop soup is definitely one of those things that every time I eat it, I'm just like, this is like the worst consistency. I'm a big consistency person in my mouth, and yet I still love it so much, but thinking about it being splooshed all over the floor with it, it's like eggy ribbons oh stuck my into God. all the crevices the in the floor that, is that the bartender will turn to you jackie and say that's not egg, egg drop soup that's the that's a, the love of a million men and women and whoever says that to me is the person i will marry on the spot let's just create a different let's do it so much that we create a different public health hazard i think that's awesome that's also fun it's like oh no i got pregnant by touching a bar stool now jackie i would love to talk about Shania Twain singing to her horse like the next guy, but I'm also dying to do my new segment. When do I get to do my new segment? We're going, we're, we're going to do Holden's new segment because we are we are keeping it fun. We're keeping it not talking about real shit. And I'm sorry, maybe it's not real shit. I guess we'll see. Holden, uh, please. I'm pretty sure it's real shit. Ba, 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 celebrity, ba, 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 conspiracies, celebrity, this, this, this episode is titled, celebrities, did they get replaced by clones? Who do you think it got replaced by clones, Holden? First of all, Avril Lavigne. Let's talk about it. She was replaced by a lookalike named Melissa Vandella. Uh, <laughs> Avril Lavigne. Yes, this happened. Avril did Levine. you wait? Did you make up the name Melissa Vandella? No, that's the name that they've decided is the woman's name. She's like a model oh, that the or clone something. Clone has? Yeah. She's is she a clone that was constructed to replace Avril Lavigne, or is she just a lookalike? This one's not an Illuminati clone. We'll get to the Illuminati clones in a second. But Avril okay. Lavigne was this is a real woman. Apparently, she had a very hard time because she became famous at the age of eighteen singing about her skater boys. Right, oh, I remember. See you later, boys. And she started using a bottle body double named Melissa Vandella to do like appearances and stuff. The theory originated in a Brazilian blog. And no. it, yes. And and apparently what happened was she just peaced out and hired this. Or no, no, no. I think she died. I think they say actually she fucking committed suicide. And and so yes. the record company was like, well, we've already got this lookalike. And so they just re- they just replaced her full on with this woman. In 2018, oh, Avril Lavigne was asked by an Aust- Australian radio DJ in an interview. Uh, the DJ said, did you laugh at the rumors that went around where you no longer exist and there's a clone of you? Avril said, yeah, some people think that I'm not the real me, which is so weird. Like, why would they even think that? Something I think a Melissa would say. Well, I really, I really enjoyed the proof that is included. So we, so Holden sent us this link. We weren't allowed to open it until we got to this part of the show. The proof. Look at those women. 
has included that Levine's red carpet shots. Now, Levine likes to wear trousers and Melissa prefers dresses and skirts. <laughs> I also really enjoy... <laughs> Which that doesn't make any sense. This, this bitch doesn't look anything like Avril Lavigne. Okay, so you believe it. So you believe it. It doesn't look anything like her. It says that also, I don't know if you noticed the difference between the facial features of pre-2003 Levine and Melissa. Not because they're two different people. It's because she is her replacement. I get it. I'm with yeah. it. Oh, my God. There was even a publicity shot in which Levine had Melissa written on her hand. I love that because as if, if, if Levine was really Melissa, why would she write her own name on her hand? <laughs> Molly, it sounds like you're unable to open your mind and allow for the truth to come in, okay? Looks like we've got a blue pillar. We've got a blue pillar over I here. We get it, man. Take that red pill, Molly. Next, let's <laughs> next up on the docket, of course, Paul McCartney. I Paul knew it. Paul is dead. Paul is dead. The theory states that Paul McCartney died via a car crash on the 9th of November in 1966, and the rest of the band secretly replaced Paul McCartney by the winner of a Paul McCartney lookalike contest. The rumor started in 1967, but it got very popular on American college campuses in late 1969. The, the band, racked with guilt over what they did, uh, put out secret messages in their music, like with the song Glass Onion, Jackie. Oh, yeah. Glass onion, glass onion, when I caught it, I cry. Glass <laughs> onion, glass onion, I'm going to rub it on my onion, balls my and balls and cry. my eyes. Yes, oh, my uh, eyes. Yes, yes. yes. And there's another l lyric in that song that's very fascinating. John Lennon at one point sings, Here's another clue for you all. The walrus was Paul. Referring oh my to God. I am the walrus. I have no dead. idea what that, how that connects Paul McCartney to being dead. But either <laughs> no. way, also the cover of the Abbey Road album has Paul McCartney walking barefoot, barefoot. out of step with the rest of the band. And there is a white... Volkswagen Beetle in the background. Oh my God. And it's the shepherd of death. Yes. That he died in. Also oh, on the yes. cover of the Magical Mystery Tour album, the rest of the band had three red roses, but Paul only has a single black rose. I like it because none of those things mean anything. And I think that's my favorite part, that none of it together means absolutely anything. But that's just the that's the perfect type of conspiracy. It's the perfect type of conspiracy inf information where there's just a little bit of, uh, enough to make it be like ooh, but it means absolute <laughs> absolutely shit. Absolutely nothing. Paul McCartney said in an interview Perhaps the rumor started because I haven't been much in the press lately. I have done enough press for a lifetime, and I don't have anything to say these days. I'm happy to be with me family, and I will work <laughs> when I work. I was switched off for 10 years, and I never switched off. Now I'm switching off whenever I can. I would Good rather be a little less famous these days. <laughs> Sounds like he had his own little self-quarantine in 1969. He just needed some time to be Paul, or he needed some time to be buried and have his lookalike. Also, what a great get. You uh, win yeah. for a Paul McCartney lookalike contest, 
And then you just get to be him? I feel like that's a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory type situation. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, you, you also got to be able to be a good singer and guitar player, too, which is tough. The uh, Absolutely. You have to learn all to be as good as one of the best pop artists on the planet. and just... I'm sure that they can do it. <laughs> uh, all right, next up, my favorite, the last one, sort of, my favorite one, Taylor Swift is an Illuminati clone of Xena LaVey, daughter of Anton LaVey, who founded the Church of Satan in 1966. Now, I've seen this before. Look at that picture. Look at that picture. It is uncanny. Uncanny. They look zero alike. Is she her daughter? Her clone? What's the theory here? Now, the theory is, okay, so... Uh, the theory is that the Illuminati made a clone of Zena LaVey. Zena LaVey, by the way, published a book called Demons of the Flesh, The Complete Guide to Left-Hand Path Sex also, Magic. Also, I do apologize. I do want to throw it out there before we continue that um, Zena LaVey is 56 years old. But please continue. Yes. <laughs> okay. And she, she, she was a spokesperson. She was a spokesperson for the Church of Satan between 1985 and 1990, but she quit the church one year, one year Before after Taylor Swift was born. born. Oh my she God. She quit the church and became a tantric <laughs> Buddhist, which would probably be a lot of fun because she seems very No, that attractive. sounds very sexy. No, that, yes. sounds, that sounds great. I want to be a tantric Buddhist. Maybe that's something that we can work on in quarantine. <laughs> and some fuckface idiot on Instagram had this to say about it. Let's not overlook the uncanny resemblance between the two. Some say it's a clone. The Illuminati is known for doing this. They clone successful and influential people that would continue to carry out their sinister agenda for mankind. Keanu Reeves, Mark Zuckerberg, many other celebs. Look into it. The video Bad Blood itself has a lot of satanic symbols and messages. And then this person goes into like the Hebrew word values, how like Hebrew words have numbers and then it... And then it means different things. It was very confusing. But I will say, that's an interesting theory also. (laughs) Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Also, apparently Beyonce is an Illuminati clone. Well, that is a given. That is That I won't even fight yeah, we you we already on. knew that. I would like to actually save... The Beyonce Jay Z Illuminati connection for a different celebrity conspiracy. I segment. we Great. will definitely get back to that because they are a thousand percent a part of the Illuminati, and we will probably talk about that next week because right now sure. we have a very creepy list to get oh! to. Oh, 
Who's on the list? Jackie, Jackie gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list. I will say shout outs to all people, whether, you know, no matter what, this is a high holy week, and to a lot of the people that had not practiced this week, and I hope that you were able to find whatever religious connection that you need uh, because I can't imagine. I mean, I, I already got to hear enough from my mother about this week. So that's why I wanted to have a little bit of an Easter list for you guys. 12 behind the scenes secret of the Easter Bunny. Are you excited about it? Holden's going to hate it and I'm going to love it. <laughs> um, number one, this doesn't make any sense. They might be watching Netflix under the mask. So I want to I want to say this has to do with people that dress up like the Easter Bunny at functions. So this is all about <laughs> their weird okay, secrets. I take it back. <laughs> I don't know if I like this list. They might be watching Netflix under the mask. Mm-hmm. Has a bunny ever seemed slow to respond to a child? That's because they're high. They're smoking weed, dude. No. That's not no, because they're watching she... Netflix. <laughs> and he or she might be in the middle of a binge watch. Jennifer Ellison, the sales and marketing manager for San Diego Kids Party Rentals and a bunny wrangler during the Easter season, says that extended party engagements might lead their furry foot soldiers to seek distractions while in costume. We book the bunny by the hour, and he is often booked for multiple hour blocks. Listening to music definitely helps the time pass. Unbelievable. I don't know how they would um, watch Netflix while having the mask on, but I think that, uh, you know what? I get it. And this is one of their secrets. Did you guys also know that they can't walk on wet grass? <laughs> what? what is the thing? I could not imagine dealing with a gaggle of children while watching uh, Ozark. You know what I mean? It's just not yes. going to happen. I'm not going to be able to pay attention enough to either thing to enjoy either thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, they can't walk on fucking wet grass, Holden. So bunnies that appear at private functions like backyard parties or egg hunts have to maintain the illusion of being a character, another human in a furry costume. They wear regular shoes under those giant bunny feet, he says. If they step on wet grass and walk on cement, they'll make a human footprint. What? Not a bunny print. Oh, my God. So, I see, my problem is throughout all of this. I, were you guys ever terrorized by an Easter bunny? I I, I was definitely, like, <laughs> no. these Zabrowski children were terrorized by the Easter Ooh, bunny. Is that why maybe some of this fetish stuff's happening right now? With maybe. It's an Easter stars. bunny thing. No, I was always into the little, the baby chicks in the half shell. Um, I wasn't. <laughs> and the bunny, the Easter bunny has always creeped me the fuck out. To the point that as a young, like way too young, I ha- my mom had to like keep telling me that the Easter Bunny didn't exist because I was terrified of a huge rabbit coming into the house or coming anywhere near me. Because you remember in the 80s, the Easter Bunny costumes had the deadest eyes of all That's of the true. characters. Yeah. Or is that just me? No, they had dead eyes. I like because like Santa doesn't have like a full face mask on you know i think that it's hard to not have dead eyes when they're like you're literally not seeing human eyes i think number four is very interesting we need to keep in mind giant carrots will invite inappropriate behavior (laughs) (laughs) i love the picture too of this bunny just happily snuggling a giant carrot against his chest carrot 
ew. It's just... While children are amused by the oversized vegetables, the adults at the parties usually can't help making observations. Practically every visit, there's always someone saying, My, what a big carrot you have. Unbelievable. That is sexual <laughs> harassment of the... If an Easter bunny is at your house for your for a, for a children or at any kind of function, are you really going to verbally sexually harass the Easter Bunny? I uh, think that people have a lot of um, pent-up feelings about the Easter Bunny. Jackie, you're not the only one. There's a weird horniness that I think maybe it's the fertility thing. There's a strange horniness, I think, that centers around the Easter Bunny. and, And chocolate, we're eating a ton of chocolate. And aphrodisiac. We're stroking ourselves, we're rubbing that bean. Yeah, it's a lot of that. And I think that if a sexy Mm. wolf walked up to Jackie right now and said, cheat on your fucking boyfriend with me, she would do it. No, I wouldn't. Only if it was (laughs) Jeff. Only if Jeff was dressed like it. If Jeff is dressed like it, then fine. I already asked and he said no. Okay? (laughs) Jeff's persona is a scarecrow, okay? So it's not going to happen. No, he's not a scarecrow. Stop. That means he's all itchy. It means I can't rub my body against his. (laughs) Yeah, well, did you guys know that they can't wear dark clothing underneath? Obvious. This list... I hate them. I've, we've actually been very polite about the list, Jackie. We've been, I'm yeah. actually very surprised <laughs> that you guys have been so nice about this I list. I think that you deviously tried to give us a list that we would shit on, and we actually enjoy this list. Whoa. I thought this was going to be fun facts about the actual Easter Bunny, though. Not Do you know any fun facts about the actual Easter Bunny? So wait, now you're just making us do the list? (laughs) Where does the light go from my eyes? And where does the light go when it flies away like a bird? And that's where my eyes beknownst to become. Is it when they're blind? Kind of making us a little churchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But by the way, I just want to throw this out <laughs> here to you guys. Like, I don't know if you guys know this or whatever, but I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. We, uh, we can't see them. Uh, we can't see them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got a little, you know, I, I'm not going to say I didn't pour a little tequila into my sparkling you water accidentally. You only did that. You slugged <laughs> on that, the bottle of Espinito <laughs> tequila. You, I was like, Jackie. <laughs> She was literally going like glug 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 like I a cartoon. It was just a little toot. It was like a cartoon train riding homeless man. The way that you were slamming that tequila. There might not be an Easter lamb, but there is an Easter fucking liter of tequila. <laughs> I, so I hope that the tequila has numbed you up to the frights and the horrors of these blind items. Let's get into it. <laughs> Yes, a bird noise tequila drug, Jackie. That is exactly what you should do just then. Thank you. (laughs) This A-list mostly movie actor has been outspoken in his beliefs about damage done to humans by cell phone towers. Less known is his reward to people who destroy the towers. (gasps) Is it Woody Harrelson? It's absolutely Woody Harrelson. Jackie definitely sent us 
a full-on link to a story about how Woody Harrelson believes this fucking stupid fuck idiot conspiracy (laughs) that 5G network towers and 5G networks are the cause of the virus and therefore have been a slew of attacks. People are burning down the internet towers. It's so... Ridiculous. So ridiculous. (laughs) Birmingham, Liverpool, and Belfast have all had flame attacks on their 5G towers. Which, by the way, the main thing we need right now is to be able to communicate with each other. So this is the opposite of what should be going on. Harrelson recently posted a report about the negative effects of 5G and its connection to the pandemic to his more than 2 million Instagram followers. Thank you for doing (sighs) that, Woody. Harrelson wrote, I haven't fully vetted it. I find it very interesting. And mm. in regards, uh, and this is in regards to a report claiming that 5G radiation is exacerbating the contagion spread, making it more lethal. Also, recording artist MIA is being an idiot about it and tweeting about the mm. 5G conspiracy, and it's very annoying and stupid. But it's apparently, just... he's paying people. He's paying people to burn the towers down. Oh, is what this blind item says. That can't be. I just. It can't be true. It, I just. I really hope that's not true. I haven't listened to all of. Last podcast has been doing um, the JFK assassination uh-huh. for, you know, all of the conspiracy theories. They've been, like, going through all of this for, I think, like, two months at this point. And when I was talking about this with Jeff, Jeff was like, well, also his father did assassinate JFK. So, and I didn't realize <laughs> that was even, I didn't know that was a conspiracy. I know <laughs> that, like, Woody Harrelson's dad was, like, was a, not a vigilante, but what what is it called? A mercenary. And uh, I, I just, you know what? Maybe he's just all over the place, like father, like son. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that Woody Harrelson's like, uh, like obviously has many claims to fame, but that he is currently like kind of like the face of like a fucking nonsense. Like I love True Detective, but the conspiracy <laughs> in True Detective, Detective makes no fucking sense. And right. I feel like he's just like he's like living in his own little True Detective episode where it's like, have you ever asked? why the signals come down from the towers and you're like <laughs> bruh it doesn't make any sense no what so are you talking radi- about radio waves and things like that do not affect dna there's so much out there about how dumb this conspiracy is so if you really are listening <laughs> to this and you think that this is real at all just read anything online about how this has been debunked because there's a million things that have debunked it moving on and I hope this doesn't make your brain turn into the the guts of the world. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> don't make All me right. any more corny than I already am. The, the second you start talking about guts, you're talking about egg drop soup. I'm horny in such weird ways right now. I hope this doesn't make a hairy wolf penis Whoa. present itself directly in front of you in a high school Whoa. gymnasium. This national news anchor, <laughs> this national news anchor makes his hookups travel to him. And had special passes made for them so they can hook up with him in the temporary studio where he films. Ooh, fun. Um, Give me a hint. Silver Fox. Anderson Cooper. 100%. Anderson Cooper, CNN. Oh, no, but his love is real. Yeah, well, his love is fucking sealed. Whoa. Signed and delivered, bro. <laughs> yeah, and it's his? Stevie Wonder, saying? yeah. He's yours. Yeah, Stevie Wonder's blind, and that fits with the blind items theme. And you know what? You're the one that's also drinking wine. Every, all three 
three of us decided that we have a little drink during you Game 7. Me, I said Lawrence. I wasn't going to drink tonight because Lexi says I'm drinking too much. You made me do this, okay? <laughs> I don't make anyone do anything. All I do it's Passover. is encourage and support. Four glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have. So Molly has to. What are we, we going to make the mother drink alone? I know, right? She's a mother. <laughs> Uh, all right, this is the last one. I love this one. I'm so happy to get to read this to you guys. This is so fun. Okay. The guest, the guest star of the Almost Network show should have kept their mouth shut for the sake of their own career. That being said, they were 100% right. The writing of the show is trash, and the showrunner is so busy with a million other things that they let it spiral out of control into nothing recognizable you. from what it made it popular in the first place. How dare you? How dare you for spreading lies on our show? How dare you? How dare you? And what's that show, ladies? Riverdale. And how now, dare you? Now, do you know the guest star that talked shit? About the show, the get if it oh no the guest star that's yeah. guest shit. star from this year yeah recently guest star is it Gina Gershon? No, it's a man. Oh fuck! Give us a hint. Um, I don't, I don't have a hint. Fuck. You don't have a hint. Is he famous from the nineties? Is he a daddy age or is he a is it Edgar Evernever? No, he goes by a Mister. He goes by a Mister in the show. Mr. Honey? Mr. Mistopheles? Yes, it's Mr. Mistopheles, because of course they did that <gasps> Magical cast. Mr. Mistopheles. It's not Chad Michael Murray, though, right? It's something. No, you, it can't His be. last name, the character's last name in the show is something you could do to your teeth, which would be very unfortunate. Suck. No. Pick. No. <laughs> um, Mr. Clean. Um, Mr. Rip. With with an ice pick, you could do this to something. Chip. Could... Chipping. Mr. Chipping. Mr. Yes. Chipping. Sam Whitwer. Whitwer. Sam Whitwer. In an interview, he told fans that he was not satisfied regarding the plot arc his character got. What, he jumped out of a window <laughs> yeah. or something? Yeah. Whoa, spoiler oh, yeah. I mean, alert. But I, yes. wouldn't be, <laughs> I wouldn't be satisfied either. That plot line sucks. Sucked. And he was definitely encouraged to kill himself. Yes. He said, he said while he was reading the tale, he was like, yeah, right, of course. Uh, of course. Of course he would love to jump. Whitwer says that he would love to say that he had deep thoughts about the whole thing, but he does not think... That is the way they work over there. But then the writers of Riverdale responded on their Twitter handles. After the interview he published um, out to the world, the writers wrote River, uh, who wrote Riverdale caught wind of the comment and retaliated with a rather, in a rather harsh manner. They stated, uh, started responding to this comment on social media by the official Twitter account for the writers and said that the mystery had been solved. They added that it is because everyone wanted to push Sam out the window. They concluded their clapback with a short message that says, stay classy and stay safe. We, this tweet is still, uh, oh, by the way, this tweet is still up for all the fans to see, and they look not so happy. Interesting. Whoa. I yeah. mean, of course, this is sometimes the blind items. I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's true. Of course, this is true. That's a trash plot line. Whoa. <laughs> Molly, I know that it is weird because we feel like we're in a weird suspension of reality right now, both because of the quarantine and because Riverdale has been on hiatus. So, you know, know. who knows what's happening? And it's weird. Did they maybe Riverdale started the quarantine of the fact that like, oh, OK, well, if you're not going to watch Riverdale and you don't have that. Then you have absolutely nothing else in your life, which I don't. And um, they did it right. And yes, the plot <laughs> and line was trash. 
I'm team fuck Riverdale. I'm team uh, B stars. How dare you? I don't think it has to be an either or. By the way, that's Sienna Blind. I'm saying Z again. I think (laughs) it can be a both. Why can't it be a both? And I think you need to open up your heart. We were just talking about opening up our hearts. (laughs) We're opening up our heart that maybe you can love both B stars and Riverdale because I know I do. And Molly, you might as well. If you got enough horniness, it sounds like you can like both. Yeah, I guess that's true. You are damn straight. Well, thank you so much, Holden, for your blind items. I'm assuming you can see again yes I'm able to see again or whatever you're very upset about it but what I'm not very (laughs) upset about is I wanted to throw out a couple of quarantine thanks to everybody again we just want to send our our greatest thanks to everyone that is out there working for us all the essential workers everyone on the front lines everyone that is doing so much to keep everyone safe i swear to christ i have been in my house i have been in my house to the point that i want to rip out my own hair but it has nothing in comparison to what you guys have to deal with every day and i wanted to throw out my thanks to I don't have their real name, but I want to say to Sour Wench, who hit me up, who is a, who is deemed an essential worker, even though what they are doing is not essentially an essential job right now, and they have an underlying condition. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for doing that. I also wanted to throw out a very enthusiastic happy fucking birthday to Emma James. Your sister hit me up and was very sad because your 24th birthday has been essentially canceled because of all this shit and you have done so much for her and I just want to say happy fucking birthday and thank you so much for doing so much for a sibling uh, as someone that has an older sibling that takes very much care of me I just wanted to throw that out there and as well my thanks goes out to Shelby Bishop who hit me up about um, just saying thank you so much for all of our the content that we've been putting out there and I just uh I wanted to say thanks. It's been a shit fuck. And also, I also wanted to throw out some solidarity because you and your sister are also growing out your eyebrows right now. And you know what? I do want to say that I think that Big Pluck is against us. I think that they are against us wanting to grow our eyebrows out because I will say it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Hell yeah. Yeah. Maybe Big Pluck started the quarantine. I, maybe. Big Pluck did. Maybe 5G. <laughs> I, uh, I, I got many messages of just talk, just after I talked about how Lex and I had Corona, um, just sending their love and support over that. Uh, just, to, just to name a couple, Tolson Austin on Instagram. Holy shit, dude. I just heard the talking TV podcast that you had Corona. I'm glad you're doing okay. I hope Lexi is doing okay. Also, heart, heart, thank you so much for that. And also, uh, just one more from Peacebone96. So amazed by your story. You should uh, be on NPR or something for real, for real. It totally changed how I look and feel about the disease. Thank you for being so emotionally intelligent. Much love to you and Lex, which is so sweet to say. I didn't feel like I was being particularly emotionally intelligent. Yeah, but you stayed the fuck home and you did oh, what you were sure. supposed to do. You completely isolated yourselves. Also, Jesse Dixon, thank you so much for emailing me with information on um, how I could follow through with this plasma thing now that I have had it and I can follow up. Uh, Gave me the link and everything for it, and it's, like, incredibly amazing of you to do that, Uh, especially because I think you're in, you, like, involved. I forget, but uh, thank you again, Jesse, for that. Yeah, and thank you to everybody um, 
who has, you know, always the, the tweets to us totally make our day. And we've heard from a lot of people who are working through this, uh, who are essential workers, um, you know, people who work in hospitals or pharmacies or grocery stores. Um, and we are so, um, you know, thankful for the work that you do and thankful that our, you know, screaming at each other while we drink tequila and wine is even remotely helpful to the shit that you guys are going through. Hell yeah. We love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week on page seven. Gnarly, brah! My name is Jackie Zabrowski. (laughs) My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Thank you for also sitting through us singing together but separately this song, All Star, which I think, really, this is the prelude. Maybe this is where Lady Gaga had gotten her idea for um, One World staying at home together or whatever um, the fuck it's called. <laughs> uh, check out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. We do weekly episodes for just $5 a month, and all of that really helps us keep the show going. You can check me out, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. I do Jackanese with Jackie. Molly popped in on the last stream, which was super fun yes! for a little bit. Oh my God. I had so much fun. I want to come back. Please. Please Any time. You just text me. I want in. I'm. You're in. Uh, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho, 6 p.m. ET every single Friday. Molly? I am MJKLCat on Twitter. On Instagram. <laughs> we love you guys. We will don't worry. We'll be back next week. We love you. We love you. Love you. Stay safe out there. Hell yeah. Bye. Bye everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.